Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. he cares. Choir, that was a beautiful ministration. Let's put our hands together for the choir. Hallelujah. Just want to touch on a few announcements. Um, um, this afternoon, like was announced, we're going to have a final prayer session uh, to crown the uh, prayer and fasting. 21 days. Has it been good? Oh, I cannot feel you at all. Has it been good? How many feel that we can have another one next week? We can start again. <laughs> Please, I don't want to incur your displeasure. I beg you, don't worry. But we'll be having one again very soon. Amen. Now, this afternoon we'll be having a communion time. And uh, we want you to come along with your communion elements. Come with your bread and your wine. Please, non-alcoholic wine. <laughs> uh, you know, but I'm sure you, you know what to do. So let's, let's bring it. And um, I think it's going to be a powerful time. We're just sealing everything with communion, the blood. Hey, the blood will speak for you this year. In the name of Jesus. So please take note. And then also, from the 9th of February to the 12th of February, we are having our Proton Convention. Hallelujah. With the Apostle General, Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. From Royal House Chapel. He will be here from the 9th to the 10th of February and then 11th and 12th we're going to have Reverend Bob Asari from Takradi. He's also going to come. So I don't know why you will miss it but we're taking off the year powerfully. So come and also be a part of the Proton Convention. And it will be a great blessing. And um, last but not the least, uh, helpers of your joy in conjunction with um, Global Cinemas having a, a Valentine's Day movie night. Hallelujah. For all married couples. It's going to be on the 13th of February at um, Global Cinema uh, Wager. And I think the tickets are available at the Vision Bookshop and also Sweet Melodies. 25 Ghana cities per head. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a powerful time. And um, of course, when you get a ticket, it comes with a drink, some popcorn. Husbands, try and take your wives out this time. What do you think? It's going to be the movie War Room 
It's an award-winning movie. Many people have seen it, even on video, but we are yet to experience it on a big screen. 3D. Yeah, powerful. So, uh, I think that's a good time to go out. Let's have fellowship together. The singles will also be having this on the Sunday, the 14th. So, if you are 25 years and above, you can be part of that one too. There will be a meeting on the first floor after the prayer time today. Amen. Don't change your age if you are not yet 25. I mean, listen, we have to move on. We want to take our memory verse for today. Matthew chapter 18, from verse 18 to 19. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 18, from verse 18 to verse 19. Would you want to put them together? Is that possible? You don't know how to do that. Tell AJ to teach you how to do it. Okay. All right. Oh, you put them together. Beautiful. Can you see? All right. Let's all read it together. Ready, go. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. It's a long one, but we can, ha- we can do it, isn't it? We are can-do people, aren't we? Somebody say, yes, we can. Okay, let's take it again. Ready, go. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. Okay, so let's take it again. You know, when we take it one after the other, it helps. At least the first one is easy. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind here on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be. Okay, so let's take that. Ready, go. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Can we take just that one? Okay, take it off. (laughs) Ready, go. Say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. It's easy, isn't it? Let's take it one more time. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. Okay. (laughs) Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I think this one is easy. I think the verse 19, which is a bit tricky. But you can do it. Give us verse 19. Okay, so we run through that. We are able to do it. We'll put the two together. So now it's like he's repeating what he has said. So when you start, you say, again, 
You see, then it makes it easy. All right, go. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Let's run through one more time. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Can we try it? Take it off. Let's see whether we can do it. <laughs> okay, go. Again, I say unto you, shall on earth ask No, 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 no. You guys are spoiling the thing. Listen, we'll run through one more time. Put it on the screen. One more time. Let's get it. Okay. You see, again, I say unto you, if two of you shall agree. See, because we talked about agreement. Two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask. That they shall ask. It shall be done for them of my father which is heaven. So let's take it. Go. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall for them of my father which is in heaven. Can we take it? Okay. Ready, go. Again, say unto you. If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Hey! It is not a simple thing. Can we put the two together? Try, try, try. Even if you are not able, at least you have tried. Okay, ready, go. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind here on earth, on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Again I say unto you, if shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask it shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven hallelujah <laughs> wow lift up your hands to the lord let's bless the lord my jesus i love you I know that I must oh, for thee. Redeemed. 
Father, we want to thank you so much this morning. Oh, yes, you are our gracious Redeemer. What else can we do but to love you? Because you first loved us. When we were yet in sin, you chose to die on the cross to save us. So, Father, this morning, we express our love, we express our gratitude to you. We say we love you. And we will forever love you. This morning we pray that you will make your abode in our midst. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Have your way in this place. Lighten our eyes of understanding. Give us wisdom. Revelation in the knowledge of you. May we not leave this place the same. Come and speak to us. Touch every heart. May we be filled with the joy of the Lord today. In the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your deliverance that you have given to us. Thank you that every hold of the enemy over our lives is broken in Jesus' name. Father, we have been transformed into your image. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. That was beautiful. You did very well in uh, memorizing that scripture. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2. I'm continuing uh, my series on loving God with first love. I pray that I'm able to finish it. I mean, when I start, I just get so caught up. So we're not able to run through all the points, but I'm sure the Lord will help us today. Amen. Revelation chapter 2, I'm reading from verse 1. The Bible says that, Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things said he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not. And has found them liars, and has borne and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly. And remove thy candlestick from out of his place, except thou repent. Amen. I think that this is a strong warning to the church, isn't it? Uh, but God is reminding us about what the Bible calls first love. First love is different from any other love. And uh, is the deepest, is the strongest. It's the best. Everybody wants first love. Everybody likes the first time you met your beloved. Isn't that the case? The way he was taking you out, the way he was buying ice cream for you. Ladies, is that true or not? It's true. Some wives are saying in their heads, I hope my husband is listening to what he's saying because I miss those first days. But the first days are nice days. 
But what God is saying is that it shouldn't just come and go. It should last. And he also likes first love. Yes. So he wrote to the church. So many letters were written in, in, the, book, in the book of Revelation chapter 2, chapter 3. To seven churches. And this one is one of the churches that God wrote to. The church of Ephesus. And he was telling them about their first love and how they loved him and how they did so many things for him. And now he couldn't see that anymore. And the Bible says that he said to them that you're doing a whole lot of things. You, you hate uh, people who say they are apostles, but they are not. People who are doing so many things. And you yourself, you are working very hard. But he said, nevertheless. In other words, nothing less than this. Nevertheless, I have something against you. You have left your first love. The love that you had for me, even though you are running around, you are singing in a choir, you are jumping, doing all sorts of things, ushering, pastoring, the love you used to have for me is gone. And I want that first love. Away with every other thing you are doing. If you can give me first love, I'll be okay. And um, we started talking about first love. You know, loving God is not an easy thing. Sometimes loving the person you can see is even very difficult, isn't it? How much more loving God you cannot see. So it's a very difficult thing. And sometimes some of these things also help us to love him the way he wants us to. And of course, the prophecy that is also there for the last days that in the last days, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And the Bible also says that in the last days, men shall be lovers of pleasure. Men shall be lovers of themselves. So these are prophecies that are waiting to be fulfilled. And they are looking for somebody to fulfill it. But we don't want to be the church that fulfills that. And that is why this year, our father, the bishop, has declared a year as a year of loving God. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought it was a good place to put your hands together. So that we don't fall into that mistake that the church of Ephesus fell into. Hallelujah. So we are saying that we're going to love the Lord. We said a lot of things about what it means to love God and the blessings that you can have when you love God. But we are looking at going back to our first love. And loving God with first love. We talked about the fact that loving God or loving God with first love involves four main things. Number one, we said what? It involves four L's. Longing. There must be a longing. There is a longing. Only you can be. There must be a longing. Number two, there must be what? Leaning. We must lean towards the one we love. If you love somebody, you lean towards that person. Number three is what? Learning. If you can't learn about the other person, you can't love the person. As we move on in marriage, we learn. We learn about each other. We learn about how we can walk with each other. So show me your ways that I may walk with you. The cry of my heart is to love you more. I want to love you more, but show me your ways. If wives can learn from their husbands, if husbands can learn from their wives, when we started, when we got married, there were a lot of things I had to be telling my wife. There's a way I like my fish fried. Yeah, if you want to stay in love, you better learn how to fry the fish that way. There's a way. 
So sometimes when we go out, maybe to a party, something, they're coming to serve me. My wife will go there and say, my husband, this is how he likes the fish. This way, this way. She has learned, you know, and that's why I love her. If I, if I want to have somebody else, it's going to be another journey of learning and teaching. I mean, yes, you say, are you ready for that? <laughs> you know, but I mean, that's how it is. You learn as you go along. And then finally, we said what? Laying down, which also means sacrifice. If, if, if you want to walk in love and you want to walk in first love, you must be prepared to sacrifice. And I said that there are signs if you want to see that somebody is walking in first love, there are signs. And God also looks out for those signs. And the first sign we talked about was what? You value your salvation if you are walking in first love towards God. If it's towards your husband or your wife or whatever, you value the, the, the relationship. The fact that you've even gotten a wife or a husband. A lot of people are not getting. And that's why the woman with the alabaster box came to express her love. Number two was what? Your conversation proves. We, we see it in your conversation. Every time you talk, you want to talk about him. You want to talk about her. And last week I told you about this lady that she now she was waiting to talk about lover. And the people made the mistake of asking her a question. What is it about this your lover? Cry. Eh. Then she started to download. Somebody said download. Sometimes when we have, you have to talk about your spouse, you don't have anything to say. Then it means that there's something wrong. You want to talk about your beloved, you don't have anything to say. There's something wrong. And that's why if you say you love God, you must be witnessing. You must be telling people about Jesus Christ. In the taxi, in the trotro, at home, the office, school, wherever you are. You'll be talking about your lover. The third thing we said was what? You always want to spend time with him. You are not in a hurry. That's why David would say, I was glad when they said to me, let us go. It means I'm going to see my lover again. He was happy. He was running. Like today we were singing, running, chasing after all that you are. We are running. all that you All that you are is all that we want. So we are running after you. We long to be with you. People first love want to be in church by 8.30 sharp. Because you know your lover is waiting. Some of you, you know what things happen when you were, you, you, you told your beloved, let's meet at a certain time and you were late. You know, you saw the way you were faced. How many of you have been faced before? You were late for an appointment with your beloved. Hey, people don't want to raise their hands anyway. I will not say anything. But I said also that we are not in a hurry to leave. We sang, uh, uh, patiently waiting for you. Powerful one. Hallelujah. But today we want to move on quickly. Five more minutes. The next sign that you are in love or you are walking in first love. Maybe it's a question. What do you choose to read? When you have options. <laughs> what do you choose to read when you have options? Yeah. May I remember when we were in a relationship 
I, I used to keep the letters. I don't know whether these days because of WhatsApp and all these things. So, yeah. But, but, but I used to have letters and notes that my wife, my, my, my beloved, has sent to me. And I was keeping them. Hey, church members. How many of you, you've done that before? You, you've kept some letters. Hey, you see, you're looking at me as if I'm the only one who is, oh, see this bishop. Hey. Yeah, you look at it, you do what? Then you put it on your heart, your chest small. You want to feel it. Then you read it again. The letter that you have read already, oh. You see, and these days, it's easy to just send. Those days when they send a letter, it takes about weeks before the letter gets to you. So, when you get one letter, you want to hold on to it for some time and enjoy, cherish it. You read it small, then you put it down. Then you come back again and take your time to read the thing. Hey! That is first love. When you are having first love, what do you do? When you have options to read things, you have PMP, you have Chronicle, you have uh, Statesman, you have uh, what else? Daily Graphic and Times, Business and Financial Times, Weekly Spectator, and you have Mills and Boone also on the other side. And which other one do you have? You have all these things. Then you have the Bible. Which one do you choose to read? It's a question. In Psalm 119, look at it. In verse 97, listen to what David, a man who was, who walked in first love. God described him as a man after his own heart. Psalm 119, verse 97. He said, oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all day. All day. It's not like I've read it in the morning. I'm not going to read it again. It is something that I want to meditate on. It's something that I want to look at. I want to think about all day. Somebody say all day. Some of us in the morning, you read your Bible. No, maybe you don't even read it. But let's take it that you read it. You read it in the morning, and that's it. I finish with you. People who walk in first love will read it again, will go over it again, and again, and again, and again. That is first love. He said, it is my meditation all day. The whole day. Look at another thing he said. Right there. Verse 140. Look at it. He said, Thy word is very pure. Therefore, thy servant loveth it. Loveth it. I just love your word because it's pure to me. I don't want any other thing. I just want your word. If I want time, Job said in Job chapter 23, verse 12, he said, I have esteemed thy words, the words of his mouth, more than my necessary food. Wow. Necessary food. Food that you really want to eat. Time has come for you to eat. He said, listen, I will put the food aside and I will go for the word. I don't know how many of us, if you had the word and food. A lot of us kept quiet time 
Because there's some food waiting. You look at the breakfast. You look at it. You look at it. How many know what I'm talking about? You have been tempted to move to the food. And you have moved. These are temptations that you don't resist. You, you just yield. But Job said, your word to me was more important than any other thing. I would rather have your word than to drink my Awusa cocoa in the morning. And the Yokegari, the Yorks. I remember one time we were playing Scrabble. People were forming words. Somebody had formed ox. And one lady, she couldn't form, she had tried that she had Y. She couldn't find anywhere to put it. Then she put the Y in front of the ox. I said, what word is that? It's a Yorks. Short form of Yokegari. <laughs> but in the morning you have your yorks yorks and bible sometimes we used to have something called nbnb no bible no breakfast i don't know whether we still have it today but that's first love first love is nbnb my second love i don't know what it will be B. <laughs> but first love says that your word is more important than any my, my necessary food. That is why when Mary and Martha they met with Jesus, Martha was the one who invited Jesus to the house, but she didn't find the word of God important. She 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 decided that listen, the food was more important than the word. But Mary found the word more important than the food. So she went to sit at Jesus' feet. And she was soaking the word. Soaking, soaking. Hey! What is this? What wisdom is this? And she was soaking the word. Then the Bible says that Martha came to Jesus to complain. <laughs> so, Martha. Is it? Is it? Why do you see that my sister is supposed to help me prepare the food? But the Bible says that <laughs> Jesus answered and said, He said, Where is that scripture? He said, Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, you are careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. There is something that when you choose, it cannot be taken away from you. That is loving the word of God. Loving to stay with his word. As for food, it will be taken away. You now you know by evening you are, you are releasing it. But there is something that cannot be taken away from you. Another scripture that he quoted in Psalm 162, 119 verse 162. It says that, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. Hey! It says, when I hear your word, I am excited. How come you, when they preach the word of God, you are not excited? How come when you hear the word of God, there's no excitement in you? It's like, ah, we have come again for another boring time. But for me, it's not a boring time at all. How come when you are watching uh, that thing that they show on TV, what do they call it? Lagata. You can sit down and watch the thing and watch. You, you are never bored. 
But when you hear preaching, you are sitting there like a mummy, a mummy, and you cannot feel the preaching. Hey, but I cannot sit in church and hear the word of God and sit down like that. I rejoice at thy word. I rejoice at thy word. I rejoice at thy word. When I hear the word of God, I get excited. Sometimes when you sit at the back, there are some people at the back, it's like, they, when you are excited, they wonder, what are you doing? It's like you are, you are doing something too much. But I love the word. When I hear the word, then something is doing me. Sometimes I can read the Bible, then I will stand up like this and say, man, what a word. This is too deep. This is too powerful. Then I begin to rejoice. Then I begin to be excited. When I see people, I want to share with them what I've just read. How come you, you don't rejoice? You have never read the Bible and, and, and gotten up and said, man, what a word. This is a powerful word. The word of God must be nice to you. You must rejoice at the word. You must come to church and be happy. When the word of God, when it says, shall we hear the word of God? Then you begin to smile. Oh man, I am going to receive good food. Oh, from today I see people, your attitude towards the word of God has changed. No, when you have first love, that's what you do. Anything that is preached, you are excited about it. Anything that is preached, when they preach, you are, you are just excited. So what word is this? It's the word of God. As soon as they open the Bible, shall we read this? Then you are excited. But as soon as you go out of first love, it's a sign. You see that when they preach, it's like, oh, this we know. Oh, I know where he's going to with this message. I know where he's going to. Straight away, you have moved away from first love. Sometimes you see some husbands, they don't listen to their wives anymore. They have the remote control. Changing channels. Or they have their phone. I think today is the phone. Sending WhatsApp, sending this. The wife will talk and talk and talk. But you will not hear. Then what did I say? Is that, eh? what did, is that, ah, you were saying, ah, it's not there. We will come to church and we will not even hear the word and we will go back home. But I see a new breed of Christians. In this year, 2016, we are going to walk in first love again. I said, we are going to walk in first love again. We are going to love the word of God. And when the word is preached, you shall rejoice. You shall jump to your feet and say, man, what a word. And you shall give the Lord a shout of a ring. Hallelujah. That is first love. You rejoice at his word. You are excited when the word of God is preached. Oh yeah. I have always been excited about the word and I'm still excited about the word. Oh, we're going to memorize the scripture. Yeah, we have come again. Memorize. But may you rejoice. I said may you rejoice at his word. From today, begin to check yourself and see uh, when was the last time you were very excited about the word of God? So that I can be listening to preach it. I'm so excited. Man. Oh. God's word is very nice. He has said this thing for me. Yesterday I sent a, a scripture to some wives. They were very happy about the scripture. 
Jeremiah 21 verse 13. Because a man was washing dishes and was asking his wife, why in the Bible has he said that you can wash dishes? And then he saw, he said, I will wipe Jerusalem as the Lord wiped it. A man wiped the dishes. When they saw the thing, they said, wow. Turn it inside out, turn it upside down. Then the wife said, wow, what a verse. Thank you, Bishop, for this verse. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. That one there, you are rejoicing. You see, sometimes when we come to church and they preach a message and it's the message that we like, then we are happy and we are excited. But the Bible says that all scripture, 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15, it said all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be thoroughly furnished unto every good work. So sometimes the word may not come the way you want it. It will come as a doctrine. But another time it will come as a reproof to shake you. But another time it will come as a correction. And another time it will come as an instruction. Whichever way, it is supposed to help you to become a better Christian. You must be excited about the word. Whichever word is being preached, you must be excited. Oh, I don't know whether the people over there are excited. If you are, why don't you lift your hand and give the Lord a shh. It's like when the word is not the way I want the word to be. Then you're angry in the church. But David said, I, I don't care what is being preached about. Once it is the word of God, I know it is good for me. And so once I hear it, I'll be excited about it. And I'll celebrate Jesus about the word. Oh, may somebody be excited from today. Any word you hear, may you be excited about it. May that word change you. That the man of God may be thoroughly finished. Or equipped for every good work. Maybe it's the reason why you are not equipped the way you should be. Because you choose, you are selective as to which one you rejoice about and which ones you just cry over. But the Bible says that all scripture, as all scripture, is given by the inspiration of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I see some people who are excited about the word, who are excited. And you are preaching concerning your marriage. Then you're, one man he came to church. They, they're talking about fornication. One day he got up. Every day fornication. Every day fornication. We are tired. You see, you don't like that word. But that word is going to save you. That word is going to deliver you. You keep fornicating. Demons are going to inhabit you. So we have to talk about it. And you see, it's not everybody who knows that the thing they are talking about is you. Be cool, smile, and be receiving the word, but you know it is you. But the person sitting by you doesn't know. Rather, you jump to your feet and say, Preach, Pastor. What a word! Preach. I like this word. Preach it. You are blessing me, Pastor. So the people will think that, Hey, as for you, you don't have that problem, but they don't know that you are number one fornicator. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus and give the Lord a sh. Hey. My time is almost finished. Hey, shake the next person. Ask the person, how come you sleep when preaching is going on? How come? For some people, the Bible is like sleeping tablet. Shall we hear the word of God? It means, shall we sleep? 
they be singing, now their day is over. Listen, we have to finish. The next one, number five, sign that you are walking in first love. Who is it that you want to please the most? First love always wants to please his or her lover. That's the first person you want to please. If you have a wife who wants to please her boss more than her husband, there's a problem. If you have a husband who wants to please her secretary more than his wife, there is a problem. I am dialing numbers now. Who do you want to please? Is it your lover? Or somebody else? Some people like to please other people. Paul says something in Galatians chapter 1 verse 10. He said, if, if I am a servant of Christ, then I would like to please him. He will be the one I want to please. I don't want to please anybody else. He said, if I don't, then I'm, I, 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 I am not a servant of Christ. If I am, what are the things that make him happy? That's what I want to do. When Jesus was baptized, the Bible says that the heavens opened, the spirit of the Lord descended like a dove and lighted upon him. And a voice spoke from heaven and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Oh, may we hear those words also. That God will look at you and say, this is my beloved daughter. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved child. This is my beloved pastor in whom I am well pleased. That was a divine recommendation. Right there in front of everybody, God gave a divine recommendation. He said, this one is my son. One time they met Peter, James, and John, and Jesus himself. And then they met with Moses and uh, Elijah. And the Bible says that it was a powerful time. But at that point also, the voice of the Lord spoke again. He said, this is my beloved son. This time he said, hear ye him. You see, when your ways please the Lord, he'll be telling people, hear ye him. If you're a sister and your ways please the Lord, God will be talking to brothers. Look at this sister. Look at this sister. Look at this sister. If your ways please the Lord, you have a shop. God will be telling people, go to that shop. Go to that shop. They will not even know why. You are a seamstress. Your shop is at a corner somewhere. But everybody wants to come and sew with you because your ways please the Lord. A person walking in first love has only one thing he wants to do. To please the one that he loves. Who do you want to please? 2 Timothy 2.4 says that no man that worried entangled himself with the affairs of this life. Why? That he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. If you want to please God, one of the things to do don't entangle yourself with the affairs of this life. As soon as you begin to become worldly and get into the things of the world, straight away, you have moved away from first love. And God is not happy with you. Jesus said in John 8 verse 29, beautiful scripture right there. I love that scripture. He said, and he that sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I do always 
the things, the things, the things. I said the things that please him. I'll do all. When a man loves the Lord, what will he do, Carlene? There are things that you will do. You will do things that please the Lord. You will want to just walk in first love. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Come on. He doesn't want to miss his quiet time. He doesn't want to miss his quiet time. He doesn't want to miss his time alone. The Lord. Let it go down so we can hear him. He doesn't want to miss the prayers. He doesn't want to miss the prayers. He doesn't want to miss the fellowship. He doesn't want to miss coming to church. He doesn't want to miss a word from God. He doesn't want to miss a word from the Lord. When a man loves the Lord. Not a man loves a woman, but a man loves the Lord. He doesn't want to miss his mission. Come on. He doesn't want to miss the will of God. Yes. When a man loves the Lord. When a man loves the Lord. When a woman loves the Lord. He will give him all his heart. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The best of his life. Best of his life. His youthful days. He will trust and obey. Beautiful sister by you. Yes. Oh, when she's sweet like a rose. You only said God when broken heart has set in. She will say, No, I belong to the Lord. She will say, I belong to the Lord. Hallelujah. When a man loves the Lord, when a woman loves the Lord, there's a way she would like to conduct herself. She will not give herself to any man at all. She will just reserve her body for the Lord. She will make sure that she will do things at the right time and at the right place. Oh, I don't know what I'm speaking to some young men and some young women. But when a man loves the Lord, she 
You would like to please the Lord. He would like to do the things that makes God happy. If you love the Lord with first love, that's what you would like to do. You would like to please Him. That is first love. What do you want to do? And who do you want to please? Bible says that he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. For the Bible says, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. Your life must be a life of faith. Believing every word of God, you will be pleasing to God. I see people here from today. As you walk in love, you are going to have faith. You will believe in God. You will obey the word of God. You will walk in the word of God. You will live a life pleasing to God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When a man loves the Lord, when a woman loves the Lord, when a young girl loves the Lord, when a young lady loves the Lord, she wouldn't want to miss a quiet time. Auntie Mami, you're welcome. She wouldn't want to miss her quiet time. She would want to be in church. She would want to join a group in the church. How come, young lady, you haven't joined any group in the church? She would like to work for God. Like to do something for the Lord. When a man loves the Lord, he will want to serve in the house of God. He will not be going around in the church, flooring sisters all over the place. you'll be serving the Lord. Oh, this year, may there be people who love the Lord. Oh. May there be people who love the Lord. I see a new breed of Christians. Those who love God. With all their heart. With all their mind. With all their souls. Paul said, the love of Christ constrains me. In other words, sometimes I feel like doing some things, but the way I love the Lord, Put your hands together, stand to your feet. We couldn't finish today, you see. Hallelujah. Oh, are you excited about the word or you are not? Hallelujah. He says that for he received from God the Father honor and glory. When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, saying, this is my beloved son. In whom I'm well pleased. Second Peter 1 17. Lift up your hands to the Lord today. Oh Jesus. Talk to him. Talk to him. What would you do if you love him? You want to please the Lord. You want to read his word. You want to have your quiet time. Pray. This year, may the Lord help you to love him. To love him, to love him, to love him, to walk in first love. Many of us have stopped being excited about the word of God. When the word is preached, you are no longer excited. But talk to God about it. May I go back to my first love. May I be excited again about the word of God. May I be committed to things in the church. I want to join the bustle. I want to help with the bustle work. I want to do something in the house of God. I want to join the choir. 
I want to join something, the ashes. When a man loves the Lord, when a woman loves the Lord, she will give herself for God to use her. Oh, today I see people that God is touching. And God is filling you with his love. That you will love him with first love. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Fill our hearts with your love. Direct our hearts into the love of God. Into the patient waiting of Christ Jesus. Father, we bless you. We thank you this morning. We give you glory for grace to love you and to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church today, but you're not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to love Jesus the way you're talking about. I want him to be my meditation all day. Today, I want to surrender my life to him. Now on that day when he comes for his children, I'll also be a part of those who are going to heaven. Right now, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, wherever you are, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Lift it up. Don't be shy. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. I see your hand at the back there. God bless you. Let it go up. I see another hand there. God bless you. I see this one. God bless you. Let it go up. Oh, yes, I see many hands going up. God bless you. Let it go up. Today is your day of salvation. Tomorrow, I cannot guarantee, but I can guarantee today. Right here, Jesus is here calling out to you. He wants to save you. I see many hands lifted. God bless you. Now, if you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Can you leave your seat and come to me in front here? I'm going to pray with you. Ashes, help them to come. I surrender all. Come all the way. I surrender all. Come all the way. Yes, clap for them as they come. Oh, keep clapping. Are you excited about salvation? Are you excited about salvation? Clap for them as they come. Turn and face me. Clap for them as they come. So many people are coming to Jesus. Let clap for them as they come. Come all the way. Keep coming. Keep coming. My brother, we are waiting for you. Clap for them as they come. Surrender all to Jesus. That's the first step to loving God. Come all the way. Come all the way. God bless you, my brother. Come all the way. Clap for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. I want to make another altar call. Maybe you, you, you've given your life to Christ. But you know deep down in your heart that you're backslidden. You don't serve God the way you should. You are no longer walking in first love. You've gone far off. And really, you need to rededicate your life to the Lord. Today, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, if you're also there like that, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to do this? Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Let it go up. I want to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, can you also come to me in front here? Come to me in front here. Come, let's pray. Come. Come. We are returning to our first love. Come all the way. Jesus is waiting for you. Keep loving for them. Come. Come. 
Oh, today is a good day. Today is a good day. It's the last day of January. Let's enter February with a new love for God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Come, my brother. We're waiting. Come. Oh, look at that. Many people are coming. Come. Come. Maybe you're watching my television. You also need Jesus. You've moved away from your first love. Take this opportunity to give your heart to him again. God bless you. Bless you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Those of you in front, just lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. It's a sign of surrender. And just pray this prayer with me. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life from today. I will save you for the rest of my days. Satan, from today, I will no longer follow you. I belong to Jesus. And I will serve Jesus for the rest of my days. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you all so much. Taking a very important decision. And um, you see our pastor standing there waving his hand. He's going to talk to you. He'll give you a book by the bishop of this church. Very good book. It will help you to grow as a Christian. Amen. And serve God with first love. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please follow him this way. He's going to take you. God bless you. Oh, show your love. Please clap for them. Hallelujah. And those in the New Believer School, also please move to the Adelaide Chapel and join them. God bless you. Please be seated. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.